1: This podcast is brought to you by ChemPower, the reliable, quick, and scalable EV charging solutions for everyone and everywhere, and StarCharge, the largest EV charging manufacturer in the world and is also a provider of residential and commercial battery storage. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Out of Spec Podcast. I'm your host, Francie. I am joined today by Kyle, you know him, old guy, and Jose Rivian Tracker. Thank you for joining me today. You know, on the Out of Spec Podcast, of course, we talk about all things electric, and today we're talking all things Rivian, so that's why we have invited Jose, our local Rivian Info aficionado here to set some things straight, let us know some insider news, et cetera. So thank you for joining me today.
2: Oh, no, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here.
1: Yeah, and uh, you can't, you've been on the podcast before, so hopefully folks have seen that. But uh, if not, yeah, Jose is a well-known, I mean, your Rivian Tracker, so you have the Rivian Info. And if folks don't know about Rivian... It is an all-electric platform EV automaker. They make the R1T, which both of y'all have, which is the truck, and then the R1S, which is the SUVs. And what is coming next is a little bit of, you know, still under the blanket, still under the sheath. We're not exactly sure, but it is R2, and they've actually announced their plans For the unveiling. So that's what we want to dive in today. Kyle, is there any more about Rivian that folks should know? Say they've never heard of them before. You've worked with them a lot. So tell me about them.
0: Yeah, I've had the chance to do countless miles in Rivians now, uh, you know, startup automaker uh from America, which is really cool. I've had the chance to visit the factory. I picked up my own Rivian at the factory a couple a year and a half ago, something like that. It's got almost 50,000 miles on my truck now. It's been wonderful, truly one of the best vehicles I've ever owned. Uh maybe the best actually. And I've owned some cool cars. So that's been uh, you know, it's just one of those, you know, all-time greatest hits type vehicle. It's just awesome. And so they nailed it out of the park. And so the rumor, you know, the thing is the Rivians that are out right now, the R1 platform, which is like Francie said, the truck and the SUV, these are premium, expensive, high content vehicles that are built for adventure and off-road, but also on-road driving has great software, pretty good driver assistance, and, and just honestly, a very high-quality total vehicle package that almost no one, including the legacy or existing automakers, can compete with in certain areas. They have the, you know very good styling, I think, very good build quality, very good software. They, they really are a blend of everything I'm looking for in a vehicle and, of course, pretty good performance on and off-road. So the rumors have been... Floating around the next Rivian because these are quite expensive vehicles. We're talking eighty to hundred thousand dollars, and even over if you really spec everything. Uh, the, the, you know, we're on the upper end of the the truck and SUV market with these. So, just like pretty much the rule book for any new startup automaker, there has been a lower cost, smaller, decontented vehicle that is expected to launch in the near. Future, or at least in the coming future. And it's actually happening sooner than I expected, me personally. Maybe I just hadn't been paying attention. Um, but something popped up uh in the news uh on Reddit, and then it was reported on everywhere that Rivian, I believe their Laguna Beach location was planning a R2 launch, which is the next generation platform. And you know, we should give credit to the original poster, which we went back as far as we could and and th- I think this is the original posting from George Lewis Costanza, <laughs> which is a great username in the Reddit for Rivian. <laughs> I don't think it's the actual George Costanza, but you know, awesome that that's there. And um, I, I'm I forgive us if we're quoting the the wrong original source, but we did search everywhere and looked at timelines, and this is what we believed to be the original one. So this is what broke the news that R2 launch was happening uh, and happening soon, about a month from the day this podcast goes live. Um, But since this moment, there have been full confirmation from Rivian as of today, Monday, February 5th, which is I got an email in my inbox inviting out of spec to the official R2 launch. Rivian posted it on Twitter and all of their social medias uh, and sent out a blast that they are indeed revealing the Rivian R2 on March 7th in Laguna Beach, 2024. Jose, you're our Rivian guy. I don't know anything about what to expect from R2. That's the thing. I I'm sure I'll get some information ahead of time. I've I'm planning on filming the vehicle. Uh, I can talk about what I'm going to do with it and everything, but tell us, What is the price point? Do we think? What is the sizing? Do we think? Nothing is confirmed until they show it. And honestly, the rumors have been really tight on this one. They're doing a good job keeping everything close to their chest.
2: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, everybody's so excited about the Rivian R2, right? This is the next generation vehicle for Rivian. And I mean, like you said, Kyle, Rivian hit it out of the park with the R1 line. So what do we know so far about the R2? Well, very little, actually. Like you said, Rivian has been very hush about it. But through uh, different interviews with RJ or Claire, Claire McDonald, who's uh, the, the who works over at Rivian, there's been a bunch of interviews. We've gotten a little bit of details. And so what we know is that it's going to be somewhere within the price range of forty to sixty thousand dollars. So a little bit more affordable in terms of uh, getting your hands on a Rivian vehicle. In terms of size. Um, all we have to go off is uh, a couple of months ago, RJ posted on Instagram, a video story and he was standing uh, behind or in front of a clay model of the R2 vehicle under a car uh, a, t- a cover. So couldn't really see much, but base people did some really crazy calculations based on how high RJ is. And we were able to figure out that um, it looks, there it is. Yep. It looks, um, very similar to a Bronco Sport, so like a Ford Bronco Sport. That is the size that people seem to be aiming for, and as well as that boxy shape of, uh, that it looks like. So we're looking at somewhere, yeah, between forty dollars to $60,000 in that Bronco Sport kind of range of vehicle. Um, now, the question will be, will there only be one model of Rivian R2? Will they make, you know, will that be like an R2S? Will there be a truck version, an R2T? We don't really know, right? We don't know anything yet. We don't know how many vehicles they're going to be announcing at this March 7th event either. Uh, we just know that they're going to be announcing the next generation platform, which is the R2. And um, we do know just through um, through various posts, again, from Rivian and RJ, that the iconic uh, front fascia of the Rivian, the stadium lights, is something that will continue to be in the Rivian lineup. So that is something... And we will see in the r2 as well so if that is something that probably you didn't like um i'm sorry to tell you that that is something that's just you know it's part of the the brand identity just like bmw has the kidney grill and you know so many other companies have their own uh, uh you know front fascia for vehicles so that's really what it looks like right now um now in terms of release i'm really excited that we're going to get to see it announced on march 7th but don't get too excited in terms of when it's going to go launch. Uh, we've been told that they're aiming to launch this in the 2026 a model year. So it's going to be a while still before they go live with this vehicle. Now, of course, all of this is subject to change, right? Rivian could release this, announce this vehicle March 7th and say, hey, guess what? It's coming out at the end of the year. That would be super awesome. I highly doubt that will happen. I think there's still so much more. Um, this is going to be built out of their Georgia plant, which is still hasn't been built. Right. So that's still in the process of being built out. Um, so we still got some time and, um, yeah. And then recently, you know, Rivian went in and, uh, purchased its own theater, uh, movie theater in uh, Laguna Beach. They, they now themed it to be a, like the optimal Rivian space. Uh, and I've spoken to a lot of Rivian folks inside and they pretty much said, we want this to be. The Apple Park of Rivian, right? Where people come and we announce our product and we show people everything and uh, and all that. So that's really exciting. Going back to that permit that was filed, uh, that we talked, we found earlier, uh, yeah, Rivian had filed a permit with the city of Laguna Beach to utilize some of their uh, main beach space that's in front of their theater, Um But on the same day that that information was found, Rivian actually pulled that permit and decided to go against it. Turns out they got some feedback from the city and the residents that they were not pleased with uh, a corporation coming in and doing that. Uh, I've then had multiple residents of Laguna Beach reach out to me and say, "Yeah, that's pretty normal. They're not big fans of of big corporations coming in and doing that kind of stuff." So uh, as of this point, we don't really know if Rivian is going to be utilizing any of the space outside of the theater um so this might just be a hey the vehicles are inside rj is going to do a keynote presentation he's going to announce it he's going to talk about the future of rivian and then here are the vehicles
1: sounds like
0: it's cool. going to be a fun well, event well yeah i mean that's the thing is it going to be fun or are we going to sit into a you know, presentation, there's no driving. So so. It, it, I guess my excitement of, okay, this is actually happening faster than expected, maybe mm-hmm. isn't actually true. It sounds like maybe they've had the design freeze, the design lock, and they're now presenting this to everyone, gauging first reactions, more of a, hey, this is coming, like you mentioned, Jose, in a couple years. years. Um, and, you know, basically able to look at the different reactions to everyone and maybe have some last minute technology Technical changes ahead of the launch. There are reasons why you would want to announce a vehicle so early. One of them, of course, they're a publicly traded company, so there are you know always that startup EV world of promising the future uh, that yep. that always artificially bumps up the value of the company. How much of that do you think plays into it? Because what I always appreciate, at least from Apple, at least with launches, is. You know, when they announce something, and there have been exceptions to this, but it's like, it'll be here within you know, two to four weeks, something like that. It's always very close to when the announcement happens. And there's been things they've announced. Like I was really looking forward to that multiple charger thing for the house. I'm going on a tangent, but it never, never showed up. So, you know, they, they do pull a Tesla from time to time. But, um, what, what do you think about this? What do you think the motivation is for doing it? If it truly isn't going to be on sale till 2026, why do it so early? Is this just the new trend of today?
2: Yeah, I, I, I really do think it's a trend, but also I think another factor that plays into it is um, if, you know, recently the R1 shop opened up to um, to allow you to purchase R1S, so now you can purchase an R1T or an R1S, and tra- full transparency, you can go in right now and probably get an R1S or an R1T within a week or two, right? Um, so the vehicles seem to be available. So the question is, and I I don't really know the answer to but like the question is, did Rivian manage to go through all the pre-orders they had already, has that demand been met? And now now we're like, okay, well now we need to kind of announce the next thing that's gonna help people get into that entry-level Rivian vehicle, right? Um, We've watched and we've seen, I've, I've been monitoring prices of used Rivian trucks drop, right? It makes me kind of sad as a Rivian owner to see the prices drop, but it's great for those folks who wanna get into a Rivian vehicle, where you can go get an R1T now for, you know, $60,000 in in, in some cases, uh, if you can negotiate, you know, a a dealership. Um, So I do really think that I also think that um, there's a lot of competition in this size space. As you know, Kyle, we have the Model Y. We have a lot of these other CUV type of vehicles that keep coming out. And that is the popular type of vehicle in America. Um, And so I think it makes sense for Rivian to go, hey, here is our version of that. Um, you, know, you have Fisker Karma, you, or the Fisker Ocean, sorry. You have the Model Y, obviously, the, the most popular selling EV. So there's a lot of that. And of course, what's really exciting, is, and I'd be curious to see if, if they actually show it off at this March 7th event, is the Rivian R2 will be um, the first Rivian vehicle to come natively with NACS, uh, you know, adapt uh, charging. Right, they, they said that that vehicle will come with it natively, so it will not have CCS. Uh, so I'm curious if that mock-up or those models they show there, the, the prototypes will have that, or will it just have CCS and it's like, yeah, we're still working on it and that will come later and this is just kind of a prototype, um, but I'm sure you'll... you'll well, if cover- they
0: have next, that would be the first time we would have ever yeah. seen a non-Tesla, other than Aptera, with a NAX right. port.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, unlike a Terra Rivian exists. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and have vehicles, right. So yeah, that would be really, really, really cool to see. Um, and so I'm, i I just thought about that. I'm really excited now to know if that will actually happen. Of course, all of this depends on what is Rivian going to do, right? Will this be like the model three slash, you know, why unveilings where it's like they're up on, you know, a, a, a stage and like, cool, you can see them and all that. But like, can't really go into them or really play with them that much. I can't imagine there'll be test drives of this vehicle. That'd be really surprised if they did. Um, I don't, you know, assuming they even have that many built out at this point. So, um, but I'm sure, you know, Kyle, you know, stay tuned to Out of Spec. And as usual, whatever Out of Spec uh, shares, I will reshare it on my platform as well. And I'm really excited to see it and uh, thought about flying out to Laguna Beach to hang out and see it. But I, but I doubt I'll, I'll be able to get in, so I'm not going to do that. But, uh, but yeah, you guys will, it's really cool. And then one last thing on that is, you know, we, we don't know yet. We're speculating that it's a vehicle that is like a Bronco sport, right? A CUV, you know, small SUV, but there is also a market for a smaller, uh, pickup truck, you know, that can compete with like the Ford um, could an R2T exist right where it Mm. competes with that. Um, the 4 Maverick, is a it's a really hard vehicle to beat when it comes to efficiency and, and all that. So could Rivian do something that? I mean, who knows, right? The, the well,
0: are, Maverick's are really from, cheap. Mavericks they're like 20 mm-hmm. thousand dollars, which they I don't are. think the Rivian's going to be that.
2: I don't think so. But but honestly, and of course, so many things can change between now and when the R2 goes, goes live. But a, if for some reason they manage to be able to get a full $7,500 tax credit, that would make an R2S or R2T or whatever they call it really affordable, uh, mm-hmm. especially for, for those trying to get in. Yeah,
0: yeah so definitely. It's, it's the, sorry, Francie, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I'm just going to say I'm pretty excited about this because we really don't know what it is, but I will say like out of all of the CUV electric vehicles that are out there, they all kind of do the same thing. They're like all mid 200 mile range. They all have pretty poor charging. And then you have like some standouts. You have like Model Y is having the best tech integration in the market, best charging network, great autopilot, but still like not great charging as I found out on this road trip with Francie recently. Um and then you have the Porsche Macan coming into this space which is you know, going to have amazing charging with great performance, but then lacking on the software side of things. So this will be an interesting one. So you have, you know, sort of the, the everyday tech one, you have the performance one, uh, and now you'll have the off-road one, which Rivian's always geared for adventure. And so mm-hmm. there is no hardcore off-road compact electric vehicle uh, in the SUV category right now. The, the closest you can get, we've seen some like model wise with lift kits on them, like aftermarket, but it's all, you know, that's not what it's built yeah. for. It's fun and all, but they have the opportunity to really have a nice platform to build on with this thing. And uh, after the huge success, I would say of the R one program with the off-road capabilities and uh, you know, obviously they learned a ton from going absolutely crazy. They can, you know, cherry pick some things from R1T, R1S, and put it in R2. The other thing I just want to mention is I've seen so much excitement for the R2 online. I've heard rumors of 800 volt, I've heard rumors of new architectures, nothing will be shared, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I don't think you should expect it to be better. Than the R1 TRS. Like if you have an R1 TRS, don't Mm you? I don't think you're going to want to upgrade or switch to R2 because this is going to be a decontented, less expensive vehicle.
1: That's what I'm thinking. Is that if they're trying to hit a lower price point and make it more accessible to be a part of the Rivian brand or whatever it is, it it cannot (laughs) have better technology right unless they've made enough profit that they're going to take a hit on a whole new line of models which i don't think is anything we've ever seen yes
2: they can and truthfully like at this point rivian cannot i mean they're not making money on on vehicles right like their money making product is the uh the electric delivery vans, the Rivian commercial vans, right? That is really where the money is coming in from. That's sure. going to be you know the R1T and the R1S right now. They're, they're pet projects to Rivian when you really think about this. So the R2 is going to be that real competitor. If and as nice, yeah, as nice as it would be to have 800 volt architecture and amazing, I don't think we're going to see that, especially on a on a. I hate to use the word budget vehicle, but that's really what it's going to be like, right? It's going to be a budget version of an R1. Um, that's not to say, and th- and I, I say that not saying like, oh, it's going to be worse. I, I it's not going to be worse. It's going to be different, different in different levels, and that's why I don't foresee an R two crawling, uh, you know, the Moab or anything like that, right? I, I just don't see that. But, but, but now that I say that, I really do think that Rivian has the opportunity here to not so much go after Tesla Model Y, but maybe Jeep. Right? Jeep hasn't really released a full ev vehicle at this point they've announced a couple of different things here and there but but this could be an opportunity to go after that market um if if rivian sticks to kind of the original plan of hey we are an adventure vehicle we want to go off-roading all that there's a couple of things that have made me a little concerned about whether or not they're going to continue that route because it was very um very isolated. You can kind of see it. in Rivian's marketing. I don't want to. I don't want to sidetrack too much, but their marketing has kind of shifted a little bit from "Hey, we're an adventure vehicle" to like, yeah, but also you can take us to the mall and drive on highways and go uh, on road trips, right? Like, we're going to build Rivian adventure network sites also near highways, right? To to help, like you know, not just at trail, uh, you know, uh, locations. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: well, and primarily they're yeah. not at trail locations. That's yes, like the yeah. thing that's lacking is I, Adventure Network. I don't know what the Broomfield Mall is enabling for adventuring, <laughs> uh, but
1: <laughs> they're on the way <laughs> there, to the there. adventure.
0: But there's an EA <laughs> station right next to it. It's like it's not enabling me to go anywhere farther in my truck. Like if you're gonna spend the money make it so i can go have fun with th- so there's I, I from my perspective everyone kind of knows i'm a rivian guy i love my truck i love the people at rivian i think they're doing good work but they do some things that really piss me off sure, uh, and sure. like the whole max pack situation uh, oh, was annoying yeah. and the whole adventure network situation where they really over promised and are just now starting to get the chargers in was annoying and these are all the things you have to deal with as uh you know a startup company and sometimes you have to overpromise but i hope they kind of have grown up i hope that the r2 is legit um from the beginning that they the specs that they release now are either what it will be delivered with or worse and that we'll have a pleasant surprise when it comes close not an r1 situation with the camp kitchen and all these things that never made it to yep. market yep. even though again i still think the truck they delivered is epic it's an amazing vehicle um so I think they learned their lesson. It'll be interesting. It feels like it might be very Apple style uh, because even in the official invite, um, I don't think it says I can't really share any of this here, but it says um, that we'd love for you to join us at the Rivian South Coast Theater in Laguna Beach. Our founder and CEO, RJ, will lead a keynote presentation about the future of Rivian products. Following, there'll be first looks and time with Rivian leads. So, uh, at least from what you can expect from out of spec out of this whole project, which I'm really looking forward to going, is I asked to film the vehicle ahead of time in a studio, you know, which is very typical where we get access, you know, maybe a week or two ahead of the launch, then our video goes up the same time. And it sounds like no studio time will be available to anyone. Now, it's mm-hmm. possible they're pulling a Tesla and prioritizing certain you know outlets. They at least are not offering out-of-spec any early access to that. But at least I'll be able to be there, film my first impressions, and you guys know I'm quick. I'll get a video up right away of everything on the R2. I'm also only able to bring myself. No plus ones, nothing like that. So it's just yeah. the solo <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, how's that? Like, plus
2: one? I'm like, uh, so I'll fit in your suitcase if you need me to.
0: I bet. Right, sure. Yeah, but uh, it'll just be me. I mean, I, I, um, I don't want to push the Rivian guys. Ultimately, it sounds like I'm, we're going to sit in a presentation that's going to be live streamed for everyone. So there's no mm-hmm. real need for like millions of people to go to this thing. And then, you know, maybe I'll have a chance to even sit in it. I don't know. I, I really don't know what to expect, but I'm going to go in the hopes that I can get a video. Either way, I'll make a video out of it. It'll be fun, just a day uh, out of it, and then um, very much looking forward to seeing what the future of Rivian looks like. I mean, I have huge respect for RJ. I have huge respect for the entire company. I think their branding, their communications, the, the everything they're doing is right. The, there's no question. And you know what? They're being so yeah. genuine about it. We hammered them on the Max Pack stuff. They took it. They understood it. They're like, you know, they were really cool about it. Um, and so uh, I'm very thrilled to see hopefully some some nice forward progress from those guys and i don't know what to expect from r2 but i'm hoping improved charging performance improved thermals i hope it's still very capable off-road um, because i do think that's a niche rivian can't lose um you know it'd be great to have a fifty thousand dollar uh real hardcore Crawler, even if it doesn't have air suspension, but at least with optional upgrades, things that you can do to make yeah. it um you know better because the R1S and R1T are big, they're too big for trails. Like my T is I'm squeezing that thing through trails sometimes, and I've scraped up the whole side of the truck and everything. So um yeah, I, I'm we very won't much really know until, until
1: 2026, right?
2: So well, but we're you know, gonna find out time, this week. Yeah, we'll find out in March. We'll find we're out find 7th. out their
1: goals, right? S- but they won't actually have a product until twenty twenty six. So I'm just going to say it seems a little bit like they don't go to the auto shows, but they're putting on their own little auto show, which is here's our goal should. for the future.
2: But that's yeah, a and- very Apple thing to do. Apple doesn't go to CES, right? Apple exactly. They're like they want to be their own. And I mean, exactly. hate to say it, but like Rivian has gotten a, a few Apple people coming over there uh, recently. So like maybe that mindset is starting to come in a little bit of a of we can do our yeah, own. Apple thing. does well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. If you're gonna you're gonna copy any company, that is a good one to copy. Mm -hmm. I have one last thing to say say about that's less about R two, but like one thing we want to remember is like Rivian has not like R one. It's still going to exist. They're still going to continue to make R one, and I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, I'll say that. It's due for a mid-cycle refresh here soon, and I think we're going to see some exciting things with the R1. Yeah, I I I've
0: heard rumors see- floating around. I've heard rumors of the, the refresh, maybe heat pump, maybe some high voltage, and just little bits and pieces of talking to people yeah. around. I don't know. It's fun to create rumors. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can say it'll Absolutely. be nine hundred volt and seven motors, but I'm just making stuff up at that point. It's true. So, it's uh, true. It's true. Yeah. But yeah. Just, just just
2: to know, like you know, the R2 may not be for everybody, and that's okay. Um, the R1 exists, and I mean, in the future, I'm sure there'll be an R3, R4, R5. I mean, there's they've they've patented all those names, so trademarked them. So
0: who knows? But for sixty grand, go go buy an R1T. Yeah,
2: yeah. If you can like, find like one, that's the
0: Don't wait for R2. Just get an R1 now if you can, because I truly love, love, love my truck. I I drive Same. it all, as much as I can. It's amazing.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know Jose that Kyle said it's the best. Like he raves about it. Do you agree? Is it? Would you Would you switch if you could?
2: So it's funny. I've n- I've not had as many cars as Kyle, but I have had about 14 cars in my lifetime. And uh, and I thought for a moment there, I had my Model Y was the last car I had. I had a long range Model Y 2020. Loved that car so much. And I told myself, and I remember telling my wife, I'm like, you know, I'm a Tesla guy for life now. Like this is where we're at. And then I forgot that I had a, a pre-ordered Rubian got a call from Rivian and I got my truck and I said a few weeks into having it, I go, no, I lied. This is what I want now for the rest of my life. <laughs> and uh, uh, I recently uh, went to a cars and coffee and I've had multiple people ask me and somebody said, would you, is there any other car you would get out there today or anything else? And I go, I go, no. And they're like, would you buy a Rivian again? I, w- I go, I would absolutely do this 100% again Maybe a different color because that limestone is a gorgeous color. But, but otherwise, like I would do this a hundred percent again. Like there is, uh, <laughs> I, I, there's no car that exists today that I would trade in. There's a lot of beautiful EVs out there. Do not get me wrong, but, um, the Rivian is, is just, is awesome. And uh, so I agree with Kyle. Like I think it is a phenomenal vehicle and by far my favorite I've ever owned.
1: Well, I, I gotta say it's hard to stand up next to the Vinfast VF8 that I have, but I guess y'all <laughs> love your Rivian. Uh, it does seem that Rivian has a a really excited fan base for, for good reason, honestly. And so hopefully the R2 maybe grows it, hopefully keeps what they have and makes it an exciting thing to wait for and uh, at least has some of the things on your checklist, Kyle. So we'll have to see. So... Thank you, Jose, for joining us. And thank you, Kyle, for hopping on the podcast to talk about Rivian R2 platform, what might be to come, and the launch event on March 7th. Let us know what kind of questions you're thinking about, audience, for R2. What are rumors are you maybe starting on your own forums and your own rumor mills like we're doing here? And thank you for tuning into the Out of Spec podcast. We will see you next time on the next episode. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye-bye.